Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Picks and Parlays, the show the bookies absolutely love to hate. I'm your host, Nick Gieber, in for Chelsea Messenger. You can find me, well, I'm on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. That's the only place you should find me. Don't come here, okay? Well, no, unless you've got loads of money or drink, either one. Uh, well, welcome to the show. I've had a great weekend. I hope your weekend was great too. Loads and tons of sport watching this weekend. I went to a concert as well, but there was World Series. We saw uh, the Washington Nationals engage in what could be the most epic choke fest in history. Uh, there was, of course, NBA, college football, NFL, and the Rugby World Cup. Two semifinals, England, New Zealand, and South Africa, Wales. We will have a final of England, South Africa. I know you guys are all super excited about that, I bet. And of course, the Premier League. If you listen to my picks on Thursday and you put money on them, well, you need to send me pictures of your new McMansion, okay? Because I killed it with my Premier League picks. And if you want more Premier League picks, I give them to you every Thursday right here on Picks and Parlays. And of course, every Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Sports Byline Network and also on Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. So that's my personal plug for the day. You can find me, as I said, on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter. Search Picks and Parlays. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Uh, where else are we? Oh, we're on the web, of course, picksandparlays.net. And if you should stumble on picksandparlays.net, you will just immerse yourself in all these wonderful free picks we have from our expert handicappers. Seriously, we are the show the bookies love to hate, and the reason for that is our handicappers are nothing but superb. Well, we've got a massive show for you today. We're going to start with some college football and NFL opening lines. Let's take a look, see where they are this Monday. Then we'll be joined by Deshaun Higgs, the man, the myth, the legend, for some more college football. We're going to cover West Virginia at Baylor, Michigan at Maryland, and Georgia at Florida. And then, I know you've been waiting for it, LT Gray himself, Tony Tellez, joins us right here on the show for some NBA action. We'll cover the Hornets Clippers, the Warriors at Pelicans, and the Grizzlies at the Lakers. That's what's on the table today. If you want to participate in the show, just get onto one, any one of these streams, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. You can talk to us. We'll endeavor to put it up on the screen and even answer your questions. Up next, as I said, we're going to do our NFL and college football opening nine report. So stick with us here. We'll be right back after this. Oh, welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nick Eve. A little tired, frankly, after the weekend. All that sport. I went to see Joe Bonamassa as well. It's been a very busy weekend here in Las Vegas because Las Vegas is the entertainment capital of the world and also the capital of lots of other things as well. But enough of that. Let's get to it, shall we? I promised you the college football and NFL opening line reports. In the spirit of the Halloween week, I want to welcome to the show our very own ghoul himself, Count Trapula, Craig Trapp. Craig, uh, lots to get to today. Shall we uh, start with some college football? Uh, let's start with the NFL. NFL Week 9, uh, of course, big night tonight, though, Nick. Uh, Monday Night Football, a real stinker. The Dolphins at the Steelers and uh, the AFC North trying to go winless this week if uh, the Steelers would... Uh, lose as a big favorite tonight, they would actually go 0-3 this week. Of course, my Bengals were one of those losses. Uh, yeah, your Bengals are pretty pathetic, let's be honest, Craig. Um, but uh, let's get off Monday, shall we? Let's get on to some of the weekend games. Uh, do you want to start with 49ers at Cardinals? 
Uh, this one's showing the Cardinals. By the way, the Cardinals, this is a great statistic. I mean, the Cardinals are 3-4-1. They're playing the 7-0 Niners. But they've won eight straight versus uh, the 49ers. That's, and also, that's the longest winning streak in NFL divisional history. That's, that's pretty interesting, I think. Well, this line opened at uh, the, uh, the Niners by seven. Now it's the Niners minus nine. Of course, that's pretty deserving for an undefeated, one of the last two undefeated teams. And Niners have been really good against the number as well. Uh, Cardinals looked good to start that game against New Orleans last week, but then fall, fell apart late. But they are at home this week and getting near double digits here. All right, uh, let's go to the next one. Uh, Vikings 6-2 and two against the Chiefs, 5-3. Fi uh, and three. Now, I'm actually showing no line about this on this particular game because the uh, up-in-the-air status of one Patrick Mahomes. So I'm sure you have something, though. Yeah, I mean, this, th there's lines all over the place in this one because it sounds like Mahomes will, Mahomes will be out in this one. The line opened, if you looked at these advanced lines, KC minus 3.5. Of course, with him out, now Minnesota's favored by 3.5. I even see it at 3 in some spots, but this one's going to be all over the place until the official word comes out that I'm guessing Mahomes will be out for one more week at least. Uh, Vikings been playing very well as well, and I think the Vikings would be a solid play here when I'm just looking at the overall numbers without uh, assuming Mahomes is out this week. All right, uh, Jets 1-6 and six against Dolphins 0-6. Oh um, in their past 11 home games against the AFC East teams, the Dolphins have gone 8-3 and three straight up uh, and 7-3-1 and one against the spread. This one I have a minus 4.5. Minus How has that changed? Yeah, the, the, the Jets actually opened at 6.5, and, and it was bet down to 4.5. Kind of surprising wow. um, until... But the Dolphins play tonight uh, on Monday Night Football, so this line probably will move uh, one way or the other, depending on how the uh, Jets play tonight. But um, interesting because, of course, they traded uh, the Dolphins traded their uh, best running back, Drake, uh, to the Cardinals uh, today. So um, I think this line could move and probably in the Jets, uh, well, in the Dolphins' favor, if you're going to bet them, I think the Jets will probably end up going off near that opening line around six points. Drake deciding to focus in more on his music career, I hear. Yeah, music, yes, yes. All right, the Bears, three and four against the Eagles, four and four. The opening line on this I have, and, you know, my information is not as fresh as yours, Craig, uh, minus four and a half. How's this one moved? Well, the open, opening line was actually Philly minus three, moved pretty quickly to that four and a half. I even see it at some fives now. So I think I think mm. this will end up in that five category or in that territory because, of course, the Bears' offensive uh, play has been very bad. Trubisky uh, been called out by... Uh, much of the media, much of the fans in Chicago, but it sounds like they're going to stick with him for at least one more week, and Chase Daniels will be the backup again this week. Uh, the Eagles uh, look like they'll get Deshaun back, Jackson back to practice uh, today or tomorrow and expect him to play this week. That could be a big help for an offense that needs to stretch the field. And the Bears are also just 2-5 and five against the spread this season, tied for the second-worst record in the NFL. By the way, on our YouTube channel, Kyle Berry, says, why did I take the Texans minus six last night? You know, I don't know, Kyle. Maybe too much to drink. Okay, uh, next one. Lions, 3-3-1 three, three and one at the Raiders, 3-4. and four. Opening line for the Raiders minus one and a half. Yeah, uh, this line went from, it actually opened at pick and moved to Oakland minus two and a half now. The Raiders are a uh, you know, s sneaky good team out there right now. I didn't give them a whole lot of credit last week. Uh, they played very well. Lions, one of those teams that have been good against the number, but not good as far as just straight-up wins, losses. Interesting game on two teams that are kind of in the middle of the, uh, the pack when it comes to the NFL.
Right, and uh, the Browns two and five at the Broncos two and six. I have opening line Broncos minus one and a half. Where is it now? Cleveland's actually favored by minus two. The no- news came out that it sounds like Joe Flacco uh, will definitely miss mm. this game, and there's a lot of news out there that he might miss the rest of the season uh, with a neck injury. So um, it's not a bad Cleveland case of flaculence. No, uh, once again the Broncos um, continue to be bit by QB issues. As uh, since they won the Super Bowl, they really haven't been able to find the next signal caller. And John Elway, uh, hot seat gets hotter. I think if they lose this week, Cleveland minus two looks like a pretty strong play to me. All right, uh, and finally, let's do the Cowboys four and three at the Giants two and six. This is the Monday night game for next Monday. Um, yes, I have Dallas, line, uh, minus seven Dallas and a half here. Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys minus. Seven yeah, and Dallas half. was. Uh, opened at nine, bet down to even seven. I see it in some wow. spots, uh, Nick. I think the Giants are getting a little, maybe a little more credit than they deserve. This Dallas team's just been all over the place. I mean, very tough team to predict as far as what kind of uh, performance you get from what I thought was going to be a pretty good defense. Has not been consistent this year, and uh, I think that line's going to stay pretty close to that seven. As I see a lot of action here early on the New York Giants. And the Giants 2-9-1 and one against the spread. All right, shall we uh, move along to some college football? And rather than doing an opening lines report, why don't we just talk about UCLA, uh, the greatest uh, college football team in the history of the world. Um, okay, we'll do the opening line report, just because I know that's what everybody out there wants to hear. Uh, BYU at Utah State. I have Utah State minus 6.5, and, and it's shifted quite a bit, isn't it, Craig? Yeah, Utah State all the way down to three and a half here. Uh, you know, this, these two teams don't really like each other, of course, in-state rivals here. I think this will be a pretty good game. Both of these teams are better than most people probably would, would know because they just don't make it on TV a whole lot. Uh, I think this one's going to be a really good game. All right. Uh, Oregon at the University of Spoiled Children. Uh, Oregon a minus seven. That's where it opened. And how has it moved? Yeah, Oregon's only favored by five now. Remember last time USC faced a ranked team like this? It was Utah on, I believe it was a Thursday or Friday night earlier in the season. USC pulled the big upset, trying to do the same here. Oregon's still trying to keep their hopes alive or the conference hopes alive to make uh, the playoff here. Oregon needs a a win and an impressive win on the road here against USC. All right, Oregon State at Arizona. Arizona opened at minus seven. I see they're down to minus five. Why is that? Well, Arizona just has not played well lately, and that's really has a lot more to do with it. Oregon State has been a better than team than I thought going into the year. I thought they'd probably be bottom two, bottom three team in the conference. Oregon State's been a little better. Arizona been a pretty big disappointment in recent weeks. So that I think that line is is justified to move to five. I think you'll get a lot of action on Oregon State here, probably even a lot of action on money line here as Oregon State uh, has a lot more momentum than this Arizona team as as far as lately. All right, just a couple of minutes left, Craig, so let's uh, move it along. We've got four games left. Ole Miss at Auburn. Auburn is mine. Auburn was... I'll try saying that again. Auburn opened at minus 16, and I believe that's widened a bit more, too. Yeah, up to 18 and a half. This Ole Miss team has not been good. Auburn's been really solid this year. I think that's a deserved line moving. I even see this line moving up, maybe even to that 19 and a half, 20 category. Really? Okay. Uh, UGA versus Florida, the cocktail party. I went to one of yeah, those this weekend. Was nice. uh, Florida, uh, or Georgia open at six and a half, down to four and a half here. Two very good teams. Loser here probably uh, out of all significant uh, uh, playoff action here. A big, big game in Jacksonville. Neutral site. Going to be a fun one to watch. And then the surprise of the weekend, I think, was TCU, TCU right? They're playing now uh, mm-hmm. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State minus five, and that has shortened a bit. 
Yeah, Oklahoma State only favored by three and a half here. I thought both these teams looked good last week. This one should be a pretty good matchup in Big 12 action. Uh, and finally, Miami against Florida State. Uh, Florida State minus six and a half. That also narrowing. Yeah, this these two teams, I think this is, might be in an advance line. It's all the way down to Florida State at minus four and a half. Two teams that historically the winner of this would go on to very significant uh, bowl games um, or playoff action in most years. Not the case. Both these teams have in down years, but uh, these teams don't like each other. No love lost here. I think uh, Miami maybe pulls an upset here. All right. Well, there you have it. There's our opening line report. Thank you, Craig. We'll be speak to you a lot this week, I know. Coming up next, we're going to do some more college football with Deshaun Higgs. Stay with us here on Picks and Parlays. Don't go anywhere. By the way, find us on the web, picksandparlays.net. Loads of free picks from our expert handicappers. Help yourself and beat the bookie. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter. Guess it, guess it. Okay, it's at Nick Gieber. We put it up on the screen. By the way, if you're listening on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network or the American Forces Network, and I would be remiss if I didn't welcome our men and women in uniform around the world listening to the show on the American Forces Network to the show, uh, that's how you can find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. All right, time to get to some more college football. Joining us this Halloween week in his Halloween costume itself himself, uh, Deshaun Higgs. Are you ready to go, Sean? I'm gonna say, I'll be, I'll be uh, Deshaun Watson this week for Halloween. You'll be Deshaun Watson. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's a good. That's good. I, you might have to do a little bit more in the makeup, but then uh, I believe that's probably going to get you into Who am I, Justin trouble. Trudeau, to get away with that? Can I <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, <laughs> shall we start with West Virginia versus Baylor? Uh, Baylor, 14th ranked Baylor, that is. Uh, West Virginia, 3-4. and four. They're coming off a of bye week. They lost 52-14 to 14, uh, to Oklahoma. They were outscored 24 to nothing in the second half. That's not good because they'd actually closed the gap and they were, looked like they were kind of in it, and then it was a massive choke. So they had a bye week to really think about it. And uh, Baylor, on the other hand, they're perfect, 7-0. They beat Oklahoma State uh, also off a bye week, by the way. So it was two weeks ago, and that was a bit of a tonking, 45-27. Uh, to 27. Baylor minus 19. The total's 56. Baylor... Four and one against the spread in the last five in the Big 12. How do you see this one, Deshaun? Yeah, got undefeated Baylor. Who saw that one coming here? Uh, Seven, no. Both teams off bye weeks. Listen, uh, I'm actually seeing a 17 and a half, so I think this line's come down a little bit. That's so, that's interesting, but it makes sense to me because uh, Baylor, I just don't think they should be installed close to a 20 point favorite. I mean, listen, you got triple revenge. West Virginia's won the last three in a series. 58-14 58-14 last year, but that whole team's gone. Not only is the quarterback gone, the wide receiver's gone, running back's gone, offensive line, the head coach is gone. So it's a total differently team here. Uh, and listen, West Virginia, 52-14 to against Oklahoma, 38-14 Iowa State, 38-7 Missouri. So when they step up a competition, they're just not ready. They're they're in a rebuild. But I just can't trust Baylor. Like, you know, basically you're talking 18 points, so you got to win by really three touchdowns. I don't know. Uh, home team 5-1 in on a run here against the spread in the series. I kind of like the over 56, 57. I'm thinking it's going to be like a Baylor will get their points. They'll get 36, 37, but I think West Virginia is going to put up their 20 here because the Baylor team, I just, listen, Dave, one week I had them, they were 11 point faves and the money was all on the other side and they couldn't cover it. And they come back went on over They're, You know, it's, they're like a Dr. Jekyll and Dr. Jackass type team. So mm-hmm. you never know what you're going to get. If I'm going to get 18 points in West well, Virginia. Well, which one's I'm Dr. Jackass and which one's Dr. Jekyll? Well, 
Dr. Jekyll's when I'm winning, and Jackass is what I am for Ben on when they don't cover. I guess that's, I I guess that's, that's like, an honest, at least that's an honest self examination, Deshaun. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's going to be like probably like a 37 24 type game. So I think they're going to stay within a number, but I think it's going to be high scoring. So well, I, I like the over here. We'll go 56 57 over, and I'll lean with the points on West Virginia. All right, let's move along, shall we? Michigan at Maryland. Michigan 6-2. and two. They're 4-4 four and four against the spread. They're coming off a 45-14 to 14 win against Notre Dame, which is a bit surprising. Maryland 3-5, and 4-4 four and four against the spread, coming off a 52-10 to 10 route by Minnesota. Uh, Michigan 4-1 and one against the spread the last five games, 16-4 and four straight up the last 20. And Maryland 2-4 and four against the spread the last six, and they're 1-5 and five straight up in the last six. Uh, I didn't get the uh, the total on this one. I'm seeing a 56 right now. 56. Well, yeah, maybe low. I, I mean, I mean I, the last well, two games. I mean, they both the well, <laughs> the last two games these these teams lost by a combined total of 97 points. So you know, it, maybe it, it seems a little low, but you know, Maryland. Let's be honest. 79 nothing over Howard. 63 20 over Syracuse. And then the wheels come off. 40 to 14 Purdue, 52 10, yeah. 59 nothing getting blown out. So when they step up the competition, they're really not doing much. I remember beginning here, it was like, oh my God, Maryland. And then it was like time to take take Temple to, to beat them up. But sure enough, Temple wins that game. The, the last three times they played Michigan, 42 21, 35 10, 59 3. So Michigan's going to take care of business. Their problem is hitting the road versus really good teams. They yeah. took care of Notre Dame at home. Their problem is they're going on the road. Against a team like this, uh, 18 and a half. I'd like 20. This line over 16 and yeah. a half. It's been bet up. I'd go all the way up to 20 with this because I think Michigan, listen, they got the big win, you know, off their shoulder. Like Harbaugh is definitely probably feeling the heat the way things have been going because he's had them against the big wins. But they'll roll this team. This is going to be like a 45 to 7 type game. You know, Maryland's not going to be able to be in this one at all. So well, yeah, I'll, I'll lay the big number of Michigan. Well, if you think about it, I mean, Michigan yeah. scored, what, 45 against Notre Dame, and Maryland gave up 52 to Minnesota. So, I mean, right there, you've yeah. got, uh, you know, you, 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 you've got a, a massive score on either way, right? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you just look at the teams they played. I mean, okay, you beat Rutgers. What does that say? I mean, that's not really that impressive. Rutgers yeah. probably should be a, you know, a lower conference team, if not even drop down a level. Against the good teams, they're getting slaughtered. And Michigan, believe it or not, we, we mock them for not being able to beat Ohio State or Wisconsin or you know, have trouble with Michigan State. Maryland's not on that level. Haven't mm-hmm. been on that level in a long time. So I'll lay. <laughs> ooh, excuse me. I'll I'll lay a big number here without a doubt, and probably the under here because I think they're they're trying to tell you it's going to be like, uh, Michigan maybe not going through the motion, but all right, we got a big win. We're going to get into a big lead here and just let the defense feast and go from there. So I could see them getting out to that thirty-four nothing lead or something like that, and just you know chugging along, putting. A, Putting another score on, but eighteen did, and a half, I think it's a little low. I, I like did, it. I like Michigan a lot here. I would be a premium play, believe it or not. Oh, okay, great. So you can find that on picksandparlays.net, So be sure to go there. You yeah, can see I, yeah, the I like them a lot. Play. So I'll give it to you right now. Take take the Wolverines, baby. We're rolling here, Michigan. Okay, taking Wolverines. Here. And and of course, Maryland go. apparently re- failing, forgetting to recruit any defense. Uh, <laughs> so they're looking pretty bad. Okay, uh, no, this is a big match. This SEC one yeah, here. Yeah, number 16, Georgia against number 17, the Florida Gators. They should actually change the name to the Florida Pythons because I believe they have a lot more uh, Burmese Pythons now than they do alligators in, uh, in Florida these days. But never mind. Uh, Georgia coming off a bye week. Uh, the last game was a 21-0 win over Kentucky. 
Georgia 6-1, Florida 7-1, coming off a 38-27 victory over South Carolina. Uh, I think the line says uh, Georgia minus 6 and the total 48. Is that still right? Down a little bit. I'm seeing like 4.5 now for this Georgia-Florida game. Did open at 6.5, and, and then I, I saw that last week. I'm like, I got to jump on Florida 6.5. I think that's a little disrespectful for Florida. 4.5? I'm still like, well, well, but here. don't you think in many respects Florida disrespects itself enough over the years? I mean, come on, as a state. Well, uh, well, yeah, well, that's a whole different thing between uh, Miami Hurricane football and <laughs> Orlando Magic letting Shaq and Penny get out of there and Miami Heat. I, you know, I, I'm just reading that. Folks. I didn't make that. Miami up, Dolphins. <laughs> you know, we can go on and on. Yes, we could indeed. All right, so uh, nothing so what bad you... about Disney World, though. Disney World's a good spot. I like that. Yeah, it's just bloody humid there, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, um, all right. Let's uh, let's talk about it. So, what are you taking on this one? Well, hey, listen. As you said about Florida, the, oh, they've had problems going back to like when Munchamp was there. The offense. They've always had a good defense. McIlwain was supposed to bring an offense. Now, finally, you got Traskin there. has been looking pretty good. 14 TDs, four picks. Georgia's beat them last two years. Both teams here off a of bye week. What have you seen on Georgia last couple weeks? Down 17-10 at home against Kentucky. I mean, Fromm hasn't looked that sharp in that game. Mm-hmm. They took the loss at South Carolina. And now you're going to go on the road and lay a number of a hungry Florida team? I don't know, man. I'm leaning to the home dog here. I mean, I, I also like, I think maybe the under definitely being played at 47. You got pretty good defense Georgia's a top 10 defense well um, the, Florida's probably a top 25 unit I mean well you're saying it's that gonna the, be low scoring ugly I think yeah. it's gonna be a, a an ugly low scoring game it's like you saw the Notre Dame game was I don't even know what this I don't have the score in front of me what was that like 2017 whatever it was 24 17 like Georgia Notre Dame so I could see that's this game playing out the same kind of way between both teams well the under has cashed in four of Georgia's last five and that would kind of uh, go with what you're saying about the under there but the over has cashed in seven of the Gators last nine following a win against the spread although that's one of those derivative statistics that you really never quite know <laughs> so. nah, that's you know people when you throw things in like that and that's all I don't know I, I kind of take those with a grain of salt depending on the scheduling how things go you i mean you could be playing some garbage team and yeah exactly. sec and then you get you know the sec's known to like usc some cupcake in the middle of their their schedule yeah usc or you know ucla or something like no, that. no no usc all right listen <laughs> we still got a couple of minutes also, left speaking of the under here like from from the, i you know here talk about this guy going number one in drafts he's got nine touchdowns on the year yeah i mean that's that's insane that's you know they're going to try to run the ball and it's going to be a slugfest old school sec football here that should be great that uh, should be a great game um yeah. Let's talk a little uh, Major League Baseball if we can. Uh, we just it. got a couple of minutes. Uh, you know, the big story for me was not, in fact, the uh, uh, Houston winning three in a row, of course, and uh, doing it in uh, Washington uh, at with the president there and everyone yelling, uh, lock him up. The big story was <laughs> the two models that decided to flash Garrett Cole. Uh, and they got banned from baseball for life, which is unfortunate because, quite frankly, they look spectacular. Well, let's flip that. How about if it was uh, me, you, and Tony flashing? How, how would that go? Well, you have to, you'd have to add Count Trapula no. to the mix. Maybe, maybe the four of us should flash you know, him. You, you, you flip that around, and we're in jail. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like as a baby. It's like, oh, the baby's so cute. You got to change its diaper. It's not so funny when it's your seventy-six-year-old dad who needs his diaper changed. Well, well, it's. You know, it's, it's, actually, a whole different, it's a whole different picture. You know, actually, <laughs> Craig uh, has asked me as a promotional uh, 
junket, a promotional stunt, to uh, streak the next World Series game with picks and parlays written on my chest and an arrow pointing down that says, pick this. But I don't think I can. Do, I don't think I'm going to do it. I don't want to be banned from baseball for life. Yeah, I mean, you get the ban. I mean, whatever. I think there was more. That's just ridiculous. No, actually, but actually, they were the promoting. National... I mean, they were they were trying to bring attention to breast cancer by showing their breasts, which is you know logical, I think. And I applaud them for their efforts. Uh, Two of our listen... best friends. We love breasts. <laughs> you know? Exactly. All right. Well, <laughs> God, we're pigs. All right. Well, we're we're out of time here on this segment. Deshaun, thank you very much. By the way, if you like what you hear from. Sean, you can find all of his picks at picksandparlays.net. They're free. And, of course, he also has his expert picks when you're ready to kick it up a notch. All right, coming up, NBA with LT Gray himself. Be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the show. Picks and Parlays on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Just a reminder, we're with you each and every weeknight from 4 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 1 p.m. Pacific right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. American Forces. We're also streaming live on iHeart and TuneIn and at sportsbyline.com. And, of course, the live video streaming right now on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. If you want to participate on the show, uh, all you have to do is comment on one of those platforms, and our producer, Andrew, will see it and put it up on the screen, and I will read it out, and you can become a part of the show, provided it's not too rude. Rude is okay, but not too rude. We have our limits, folks. We really do. Well... I don't know. Maybe we don't. Okay. Joining me on the show, as promised, El Tigre himself, Tony Tellers. Tony, uh, loads to get to today. Uh, we're going to cover some NBA action. But first of all, how was your weekend? Uh, weekend was pretty good. I liked my NFL weekend. College, I've had better. But, of course, uh, there's round ball now NBA in there as well. So a little mix of a lot of sports here to keep an eye on. And the Egg Bowl, of course, rugby, the Rugby World Cup. I know, you know, people listening to this are saying, why is this idiot talking about the Rugby World Cup? Get onto my NBA. But, you know, it was a shocking thought to think that we were going to have England and South Africa in a repeat of the finals from back in wherever it was, 2007 or something like that, 2006. But uh, incredible results. If you ever follow rugby, it's pretty exciting stuff. But we're talking basketball, not rugby. So let's get to it, shall we? Uh, shall we start with the Grizzlies at the Lakers? Uh, the Grizzlies are 1-2. and two. They're 1-2 and two against the spread. Coming off the first win of the season against Brooklyn, the Lakers are 2-1. and one. The Lakers 5-1 and one against, the, uh, against the spread the last six games. The total under uh, in 12, they've been under in the 12 of the last 18 for the Lakers. And the Grizzlies uh, gone over five in the last seven. So how do you see this one? Uh, this is in L.A.? How do you see this one panning out? And by the way, yeah, okay, this uh, game, are the Lakers going to start to look really good at some point this season? Because I keep waiting. It's early still. Yeah, I, I, well, I think they will. And uh, this game will be played Tuesday, by the way. This is the game that we had, uh, we're talking about here for Tuesday's yeah. action. Grizzlies, Lakers. Uh, we have the Lakers' favorite 11.5. Total sits here at 220.5. And, and, you know, I, I'm going to look to play here the, at the, the under the total of 220.5, Nick. Um, the Lakers, they play at the second slowest pace in the NBA 98 possessions per 48 minutes you know that makes sense when you're an older team remember 35 yeah. year old LeBron James 32 year old Danny Green 29 year old Avery Bradley there they get four of the top five minutes on the court the other is 26 year old Anthony Davis who's battled injury problems in his career so it makes sense here for the Lakers to play at that very slow pace and you know it's okay when you win but when you lose they start to grumble and they want to see showtime again but you know Nick I think we're in for slow time because of the age of this team 
Ah, so you think they're getting a little long in the tooth. Well, they are definitely getting long in the tooth. But, you know, the mark of truly great players is how they switch up their game as they get older and they find other strengths, maybe not the same ones they had when, you know, five years ago or six years ago. So I guess we'll see how that pans out. But, you know, you forget, did you add Dwight Howard into that mix of aging Lakers? Definitely. Yeah. He's getting 20 minutes a game. I got to give him credit. He's got his body in a really good shape, lean muscle, and, uh, but he's 34 years old. You know, you know, they look fresh now, but what happens after 20 games, after 30 games? The NBA is a grueling schedule, and when you have a lot of players over 29, you've got to worry about that. But, I, you know, it makes sense now when you look at Vogel as a head coach, when you've got aging players, you probably need a defensive style. You know, they say defense wins championships. We'll see if that can carry on all the way to the playoffs. And, of course, that's what they're banking on. It may not be very flashy, may not be very exciting, and uh, that's what Laker fans have to adjust to when, when, when these pace ratings come out and you see the team really slow. Uh, you, this, is, this is what's going to keep them fresh and, and help them survive the rigors of this regular season without any major injury. So there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of sense now for this Vogel hire uh, for the Lakers. Yeah, actually, interestingly enough, Al Ninos writes to us on YouTube and says that the Lakers will be great again, will, will be great if they can just stay healthy, which is the point you just made. And he also said rugby's fantastic, and, well, we agree with him on that. All right, so uh, you're going the under 220.5 on this one, right? Yes, I'm going under a total of 220.5. Head-to-head, uh, these teams have played the under in four straight, and I do believe the Lakers will be able to dictate the, the pace here. You know, the Grizzlies, not an efficient offensive team, 24th in offensive efficiency, averaging just 100 points per 100 possessions. You know, at home, the Lakers played defense well, holding the uh, 41% to Utah and Charlotte, uh, 38% shooting. You know, the one thing with Grizzlies, their highest volume shooter, Jay Crowder, in a slump, just 33% shooting from the field. And their, and their next two highest volume shooters are 20-year-olds in Jay Morant, uh, the rookie, and second-year man, Jaron Jackson, who I don't think they'll be at a physical disadvantage here. So, you're, so issues here with the three highest volume shooters. Uh, this game, I like going under the total. All right. Well, we have a big game. By the way, before we get to that, Andrew, I'm going to ask our producer, Andrew, if he found out if we still have that NBA special going on. Did you find that out? I couldn't find it out. All right. Well, we're going to, if, 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 if El Huapo is listening, uh, maybe he'll let us know if that NBA special, I don't want to put it out there if it's not there, but if it is, I'd like to put it out. So maybe he'll let us know. All right. Something special is going to happen between the Warriors uh, when they visit New Orleans. And do you know what that spe- thing, special thing that's going to happen, Tony, is? What is that? Someone's going to get a win. Someone's going to get a win yes. on the season. Incredible, right? Uh, the Warriors 0-1. They're looking for win number one. Obviously, they lost 141 to 122 to the Clippers in the first game, uh, opening up uh, the new Chase Center. Uh, and the Pelicans 0-3. Now, listen to this. This is an incredible statistic on this one because I think, I think I know where we're going on the point total on this one. Uh, the Pelicans have allowed 130 123 and 126 points in their last three games. Wow, that's about the total of my bank account over the last three weeks, but uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good there. And of course, uh, the Warriors are 0 2. They came off a loss last night, so they're on a back to back losing to OKC. It was just a terrible first half for the Warriors. You know, Oklahoma City had a lot to play for. What an embarrassing loss for the Thunder, losing their home opener to a lowly Washington. Unbelievable. But, uh, you know, when you. Yeah, that was unbelievable. When you look at the Thunder, people thought there would be a lottery team when Russell Westbrook lost, but there's talent surrounding Chris Paul. What I want to make note here is Golden State, in their two losses, have faced two very good defensive teams in the Clippers and in the Thunder. But, you know, in this situation here, you got to worry about New Orleans. Their guard, Drew Holiday, left knee sprain, forcing to miss. He's a questionable in this game. 
Pelicans that we talked about, they lose three straight after their seven-point loss to Dallas. But, you know, Nick, the, the Warriors were, were embarrassed last night. And when professional teams get embarrassed, they usually respond back with a strong effort the next game. And I turned in this pick at minus four. We've seen the market move to, to minus five. I like the plus five here with the mm. Warriors. I think this is definitely an overreaction. Uh, when you look at the opponents the Warriors have played, they're very good defensive teams. But the Pelicans are not a good defensive team. You just wrote, you just read out those stats. Yeah, Drew Holiday, three, a, they've a given guard. up 379 points in three games by my math, which is yeah. not great most of the time. But this time, I think I got it right. Yeah, not at all. And one thing to note here, the, the two highest volume shooters for the Warriors and Steph Curry, D'Angelo Russell, they're in shooting slumps. Uh, to start the season, both, I think, Curry about 39%, Russell 33%. But when you face a bad defensive team, you get out of these slumps. Yeah. So I think the Warriors come in with a good shooting performance, and they cover this five. Did the line open at New Orleans plus three? Is that right? It opened at, uh, I saw it open at plus three. It moved to four and a half, moved to five. And it's basically just an overreaction to the way the Warriors have looked, especially that game last night against the Thunder. And, uh, you know, the Thunder started 0-2, and that home loss to Washington wasn't embarrassed for the Thunder because Washington is considered one of the worst teams in the league. And, you, of course, you bring in Chris Paul, you expect a better showing. It was an embarrassing loss. Uh, they didn't shoot the ball very well and held under 100 points in the first two games. So it was kind of like a statement game for the Thunder last night, a better spot for them, bad spot for the Warriors. But I think the Warriors here, you know, in this spot here are the play at plus five because I think they, they'll find it easier getting shots off against this Pelican defense. All right, well, there you have it. Uh, Warriors at Pelicans. Our third game we're going to cover, Hornets at Clippers. Uh, the Hornets are, uh, this, what, this is their uh, second second uh, day in L.A., right? Yeah, back-to-back. Yeah, back. yeah back-to-back in L.A. They're 1-1 one one coming off a 121-99 loss to the Timberwolves. The Clippers, 2-1. and one. Uh, They lost 130-122 to 122 to the Suns. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, though, is averaging 26 points a game. The Clippers... Uh, well, let's see, Charlotte, 6-2 and two in the last eight, and the unders cashed in four of the Hornets' last five on the road. The Clippers are 2-5 and five against the spread in the last seven at home, and the over has cashed in four of the Clippers' last five. Uh, I have this as Clippers minus 15 with the totals at 225.5. Has that moved? Yeah, we see a little movement here. The Clippers now favored at 15.5, total 225.5. I like this game going over the total of 225 and a half. I don't want to touch that spread. It's too much. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to pat these L.A. teams at home here, uh, and it's not really good value taking a line like that. And one thing I noticed here, if this game becomes a blowout, I think you'll see that, def- that there'll be a lack of defensive intensity and the, and the points will come. You know, Shard, a very bad defensive team, allowing 49% shooting. And one thing to note, they're without a defender in, Nic- in Nicholas Batum. Uh, he's out. And, of course, this will be the worst defense that Clippers have faced this season, so things will be easier for them. They'll be able to run up and down the court. Of course, Shart on a back-to-back in this, in this game. And mm. Shart sits the second-worst defensive efficiency team in the league. They are allowing, Nick, 118 points per 100 possessions. What? That's an incredible statistic. 118 points and you know the Clippers, per possessions. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. And, and the Clippers... And funny about this is the Clippers aren't too far behind at 115 points allowed per 100 possession because when they give up, when they get out into these big leads, they lack the, they, you know, the defensive intensity goes out the right. door. So right. that's what I'm saying here is, you know, if the, if the Clippers get out to this big lead, everyone's high five out on the bench. Doc Rivers is smiling. You know, when they see that, the players tend to lax defensively. And I think the last fourth quarter, we can see some points scored because there won't be much defensive intensity in this one at the oh. end. All right, so uh, what are you taking on this one then? We're going to go over a total of 225.5 because Charlotte, Charlotte does make three-pointers. This, this is why I'm staying away from the spread. 
I'm staying away from the first half spread at minus nine because when I see big lines, I look at the first uh, first half. But you know, Sharp they make 42% from the three point line, mm. and the Clippers are giving up 38% from three. So I do believe Sharp will be able to pick up some points here, the necessary numbers here to get this one to go over total. All right, so this one's going to be over. All right, that'll wrap up our NBA picks. Uh, now, if you want more, well, guess what? We have more for you. Go to picksandparlays.net. We've got loads of free picks for you. And then when you're ready to just, you know, for that little extra winning, we have our expert picks for you. We've got some great deals out there. I didn't hear on our NBA thing, so I don't want to put it out, get everyone excited. It goes the 31st. Oh, it goes till the 31st. All right, well, hey, that I can put it out there. Thank you, Tony. All right, so we have an NBA specials from now until the end of the playoffs. $5.99 gets you expert picks from one kappa from now till the end of the end of the playoffs, but it gets better than that. If you're ready to really go full gusto, full steam ahead, make the big bucks, you can get two cappers for $7.99. You definitely want to take advantage of this offer because after apparently the 31st, it's all over and it won't be back. So go to picksandparlays.net and take advantage of it. Right, just a couple of minutes left, Tony. Uh, let's get your take on baseball. Uh, were you surprised that the Astros came back? I mean, two down, make it three in a row? It, I, I was, by the way. I have to say I was. It, it, you know, it's funny because when I was doing the podcast with Joe Duffy on Friday, I talked to him about this. What are your thoughts about, uh, about, the, Nationals, uh, about the Astros winning the next three? And we had kicked it around thinking it's a possibility because, you know, Momentum changes when there are sight changes in, playoff, in, in the playoffs. I remember back in the Giants and Angels when the Giants took a 3-2 lead uh, at, at home. They come back to Anaheim and the Angels win the next two to win the World Series. You see a lot of that. The, the series, it's almost like starting all over again when, when teams go back home or they change sides here. And, uh, you know, Astros are a veteran team. It doesn't surprise me once, uh, one bit that they were able to come back because, you know, this is a very good Houston Astros team. But it wouldn't be surprised me again if Washington goes into Houston and wins the next two, because I like the pitching matchup here for, for Washington with Strasburg against Verlander. Verlander has not been yeah. effective in, in, in the postseason. So you're getting, a, what, plus 160 with uh, Strasburg? I'm going to take the Nationals in game, in game number six. Uh, it could be the home curse this World Series. Really could be. <laughs> uh, but it, it is great. Look, I mean, uh, you know, the baseball season is very long. Everybody knows that. But the way the playoffs are structured through the World Series, it really makes for some exciting competition with some great bets out there. I mean, who'd have thought it was going to go this way? Crazy stuff. All right. Well, Tony T., thank you so much. Always appreciate it. Again, you can find more of Tony Tellez's picks at picksandparlays.net. So head over there. Give him a visit. In the meantime, I'm going to have to take a break. When I come back, I guess I'm going to wrap it all up for you right here on Picks and Parlays. Be right back after this. All right. Welcome back to the show. Hope you enjoyed it, by the way. We're with you every Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, American Forces, uh, iHeart, TuneIn, SportsByline.com, and of course, streaming live at picksandparlays.net, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and right after the show, you can find the podcast in case you missed it. You can either see it on YouTube, or if you need to listen to it, you can find it at Believe.com. All right, that's that. In the meantime, I promise you I'd recap all the picks just because we had a lot of them, so let's get right to it, and we started off uh, with Craig and his college football and NFL opening line report. but So there aren't really any particular picks on that one. But right after that, we had to Sean Higgs and we picked some college football. So here's what Sean had. West Virginia at Baylor, he took the over 56. Michigan at Maryland, he took Michigan minus 16 and a half. And the Georgia Bulldogs at the Florida Gators take the under 48. Next up, El Tigre, Tony Tellers. 
We did some NBA picks for you. Warriors at Pelicans take the Warriors plus four and a half. Hornets at Clippers take the over 225 and a half. And the Grizzlies at the Lakers take the under 220.5. There you have our picks. And again, if you missed any of those picks or would like some other ones, you can just go to our website, picksandparlays.net. And we've got free picks aplenty for your personal perusal and edification so that you can make some informed bets. If you're going to bet, folks, do it responsibly, but be informed. Get an edge, seriously. Otherwise, you're just a lemming. You're part of the herd. Don't be part of the herd. Lead the herd. Go to picksandparlays.net. All right, that's going to wrap up the show. I will be back with you tomorrow. But in the meantime... If you're just jonesing for more of me, Nick Eber, by the way, Twitter, at Nick Eber, you can find me tonight right here on the Sports Byland Broadcast Network at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, also on Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. I'll be bringing you Fifth Street Soccer. We're going to be covering all the Premier League action and maybe talking a little FA Cup as well. All right, folks, I'll be back tomorrow. Hope you'll tune in then. Have a great night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.